Hello, everybody, and welcome to Alaska Tracy's podcast. What you can expect from this podcast is inspiration, marketing, and business tips and tools. Thank you for joining in on this lovely Tuesday in Anchorage, Alaska, to the Alaska Tracy Show, where I am interviewing Liz Eldridge here at the Spice and Tea Exchange in Anchorage, Alaska. So welcome, Liz. Thank, Thank you. you so much for for doing my show. Yeah, and thanks for coming out here today and you know giving us a chance to kind of reach out to everybody and let them know a little bit about me and the Spice and Tea Exchange here today and what we do. Well, I would like to know, and I think some of the followers would like to know, how did your business start? What was the, what was your vision in the beginning? So I, I never actually thought I would be a business owner. I never set out to, to open a business. Um, I just kind of had that moment uh, during a turning point in my life and it just kind of all clicked for me. Um, I had a position that I worked at in um, accounting and billing uh, for 12 years. Um, that was the day job I was supposed to have. Um, I did it because I was good at it. I did it because my family needed you know, the, the steady you know, day job, but I, I really just didn't enjoy it. It wasn't me. And then the position that I worked for sold uh, when the company um, sold. And so um, I was going through that at the same time that I was going through an autoimmune disease diagnosis. And so I kind of had all of this going on at the same time. And I decided that I really wanted to, to do something that would make me happy um, and make my passion my day job. And I was always um, very into flavors, into cooking. I'm the, the cook of the family. And um, I was that kid that made like menus and like forced oh. my kid, my parents to like sit down and like eat horrible scrambled eggs, you know, when I was like five or something. Uh -huh. And I would write them all out and get dressed up in a chef's hat and an apron and stuff. And uh, I learned to cook from my mom's old Betty Crocker cookbook that um, the red and white hard the, cover the, the old gold one oh yeah, from like okay. the 50s and but it actually survived a fire it's like the only thing I have from my grandmother and it still has like smoke stains oh. all over it and uh, but it was the thing that my mom and I did so my dad taught me how to garden and my mom taught me how to cook and uh, so it was the thing that I always turned to whenever I was stressed out from work or life or anything else and um, so I was just passionate about food and I knew that's what I wanted to do but I didn't know if I wanted to help people cook somehow or if I wanted to cook for people and go to culinary school. Mm. And um, I had come across the Spice and Tea Exchange in Florida on a vacation, actually in Disney World. Um, they're part of a franchise system and each store is independently owned and operated. So we okay. hand mix all of the spices and everything here in the store and um, the franchise goes and sources all the ingredients from all over the world and they uh, focus on things that are organic and fair trade as much as possible, but then the owners do all of their own like community events and fundraisers and cooking classes. And so I had already come across it and uh, fell in love with it because you get to open up all these beautiful apothecary jars like you can see behind me. You get to smell everything. You get to taste test sugars and salts and teas every day and in the store. And I was ordering their products and uh, I was flipping through my Florida vacation photos one day when I was kind of pondering all of this. What am I going to do with myself? You know, I'm having a midlife crisis. And um, Where you, so you weren't working. Then. I, I was still working. I was helping the new company transition, okay. but I only had a couple months left to decide what to do with myself. 
And uh, so I was flipping through these Florida vacation photos and um, I came across the picture of the store. And I said, well, why isn't that store up here? I would go work there and I would, I would be happy. I would love working there. And then I just had that moment like in the pit of my stomach where I was like, I should do that. I should open that store. And then my next thought was like, that is absolutely crazy. I have no idea how to run a business. So what year was this? And I'm noticing. So I'm that was in 2015. Nervous. 2015. So that was in okay. 2015 in the fall. And uh, that was the year before we opened. We opened in June of 2016. And so it, it took me about, well, it took me almost a year. So from September 2015 till June of 2016 to open the store. So did you run it by people? Did you? Did you? I did. The first person okay. I ran it by was my husband, who said the same thing. He's like, you have no idea how to run a business. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you want to do what? You know? and, uh, and he said, but the, the next thing to his credit, um, he said, if that's what you want to do, if that's what will make you happy, convince me and convince yourself. And so I said, all right, you know, I'm going to do it. And so the next thing oh, I did, I, got God I was like, I'm going to do it. And um, so I wrote a business plan. And so I went down to the SBDC, the Alaska mm -hmm. Small Business Development Center, and I got an advisor. And I wrote a small business plan, and I presented it to my advisor. And uh, he's like, this is actually pretty good. Oh, and uh, so wow. he's like, so let's, let's do some tweaks to it, you know, and let's do some more comparisons. Let's run some more numbers. And so we did all of that. And then he's like, does, does the company actually franchise? You know, can, can you even open this store? Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't know, but, <laughs> but, I, but I feel like I'm ready to wow. approach them now. So you did all this work before I you? I did, wow. before I ever approached them. And then mm. that's when I found out that they did, in fact, franchise. That's how they operate, um, by having local owners in their areas. And, um, but they're very particular about making sure that they work with the right people who are very community-minded. Um, they want people who live there. And um, because it's a, it's a very different you know, sort of franchise. I mean, some people think of franchises like Walmart or McDonald's, like that they all have to be exactly the same. Um, but we got to design our own store. You know, we don't have to all have the exactly the same blends. And it's beautiful Thank if you. you haven't been here and you're in Anchorage. And I didn't ask if people could let me know if you can hear. I hope that they can. I would hope people would be telling me if you cannot hear. I'll yell. I'll yell okay, the, yeah. yeah <laughs> and, um, but there's, uh, there's other small companies, other food businesses, restaurants that we create specialty blends for, that we do drink rumors okay. for. So it's not just um, all of the amazing people that I get to meet that come in and um, you know smell spices, go home and barbecue and things. Um, but there's other small businesses that we get to partner with and make oh, these amazing great. creations. Um, the uh, South Anchorage Farmers Market is right next to us, and so on Saturdays we like to highlight a different vendor and then put out some of our ingredients that partner well with that and give recipe ideas. So, ah, so yeah. you've gotten very creative in your marketing. We've tried, yes, absolutely. Good for you. So um, after the business plan, mm -hmm. and then you contacted the franchise, yep. and they said, Yes. Did they? Then what happened? They didn't initially say yes. Okay, they said okay. they said Alaska. Really? We've never really thought about Alaska. So I had to do some convincing that Alaska, you know, uh, was a good idea, you know, for them. But um, they, you know, were certainly willing to entertain the idea. And um, where are so, they based? So they're based out of Palm Harbor, Florida. And where are their locations in the country? So are there's they? about 52 locations, okay. and wow. the franchise is about 15 years old. Okay. So it's still quite small, and um, they have most of them on the East Coast. There's only four on the West Coast. Um, there's one in Washington, one in Oregon, one in California, and one in Alaska. 
So when you were pitching them about opening in Alaska and you mm -hmm. heard some objections, if they would have said no, what was going to be your next I, action? I probably would have tried to open up my own food okay. store okay. Of, of some kind, yeah. Okay. But I already, uh, it was kind of like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, I already mm -hmm. loved what they did, and I really wanted to be a part of their, their family. They had this amazing mm -hmm. approach and very um, supportive idea in how to um, create, um, you know, flavors for people. And uh, their motto, in fact, that they kind of base everything around um, is the creating and sharing the experience of a more flavorful life. And I loved that. Oh. And so um, everything that we do, every community event, every cooking class goes back to that. Every time that I'm struggling for an idea, I go back to that, that vision, that motto. You know, how do, how do I share, you know, food with others? And um, it goes back to that for me. I love it. So we talked about before this interview about starting a business and the mm -hmm. passion and the vision and the and the willingness to do whatever. Yes. Yeah, it, you have to do everything it takes when you're a small business owner. You wear you wear all the hats, you know, whether it's uh, HR or counselor to your employees or um, you know, you're working 16-hour days during Christmas mm -hmm. or um, you have to be able to do everything and and still love it at the end of the day. You, you eat, sleep, breathe it, uh, dream about it at night when you think you've escaped it. So, yeah. so then the next step. So the next step after um, the franchise and I um, created our partnership was um, to get the SBA loan. Um, so I knew that um, I needed the financing to, in, you know, in place, and the SBDC was very instrumental in helping me put together the, the SBA application and package. Um, and I was so excited once I had all of those pieces in place, because if you've ever tried to get a mortgage, mm -hmm. let me tell you what, an SBA loan is like a mortgage on steroids. It's like, you know, 50 pages long. Oh, it was, my goodness. It was crazy, the, wow. the, the steps and the hoops that we had to jump through. And then I got denied. And so I was just torn up. I was like, I've put months of work and effort into this. What am I going to do? And so I let myself have like that one good, like, you know, crushing moment. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm going to go and do it again. And so then I reapplied. I, oh fi I fixed all the things that I needed to fix. Mm -hmm. And then um, I applied to somewhere else. I applied to, uh, applied to a more private bank that had an in-house SBA department. And uh, we got our loan. So. And then after that, we, it, was, it was time for construction and time for training and all of those things. Okay, so, so not to gloss over yep. the part of being rejected. Yes. So, so many of us get rejected and mm -hmm. life happens. Mm -hmm. So you said you allowed yourself time and then you just picked yourself up. I did. <laughs> like one big good cry about it you know and uh, and I'm not I'm not a crier I don't cry usually oh. when I'm hurt or rejected or any of those things um, I cry like maybe five times a year tops and um, but I did I had like that one like day where I just wallowed in it and then I was like you know what I have done so much to make this happen this is what I want to do I'm not going to let myself be turned down <sighs> so so the vision was so much stronger Absolutely. than, than any, what right. anybody else could tell me right. to do with myself. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So you reapplied. I reapplied, and we got our loan. How so. long did it take to get the loan after you reapplied? Um, after we reapplied, it took us um, less than a week. Oh, so. my. Yeah. 
So it was almost as if the universe was just, just making waiting. sure no, that you like, do you really want right, this? Yeah. Right. I have so many people come to me wanting to start a business and we start the planning and then they go, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. No, I'll just keep my job and I'm good. Yeah. And I feel like in putting the business together, there's there was months and months and months and months of research and backlog and administrative work. And then once the doors finally open, you can just kind of throw all of that out the window and you just need to roll with the punches because it, uh, we opened right after the recession hit. Um, it really started to take hold in 2016. Okay. Like okay. Since, since we opened up in June. And so all of these predictions that we had for ourselves on like, what do we need to sell? How much will we sell? All of that mm -hmm. was completely, you know, kind of thrown away, you know, by the recession. And you make a new plan. So you have to make a new vision. You have to make a new strategy. And you have to be able to be flexible enough to work with it. And make sure the market's going to support it. Exactly. So, And that is part of, I think, pre-planning. You know, mm -hmm. make sure that, that there is the population there and that the um, demand is there. But after that, you know... Um, do what your guests want. You know, um, they're not our customers; they're our guests. I like and that. And if, if mm -hmm. they're um, if they're looking for more cooking classes, I give them more cooking classes. If they're looking for more blends, um, that's what I do. I try to do a lot of health and wellness events. People are looking for more healthy options, and so I try to focus on letting people know how great our ingredients are. I mean, you're not going to find things like MSG in our products. You know, they're very straightforward. Um, all of our ingredients are listed on the back. You don't have to wonder, you know, what's, what's in our spices. Mm -hmm. um, and another service that we offer that nobody else does is that we'll do custom blending for you. Custom so, blending, so, that's so, wonderful. So we get a lot of people who come in with allergies that are, maybe they're allergic to garlic or onions, stuff that they can't really escape if they're looking for a curry or um, a barbecue blend. And so we'll create their own recipe, and then we keep it on file. So the next time they want it, they can just call in and say, hey, can you make me, you know, Anne's, you know, um, favorite barbecue blend? And uh, we've got it right there, and anybody can make it. That is very clever. Is that part of the franchise, or have you thought of all these? It's something that um, that system is in place, but nice. it's up to each individual whether they want to offer it or not. But it's certainly something that I see a demand and a need for here, so that's, you know, why we do it. And I love that part of my job. That mm -hmm. in, you know that interaction with each guest and knowing that we're making a difference and they're cooking at home. You know that's that's amazing. That's what I always wanted in putting the business together was to know that I'm changing people's lives at their dinner table. Right, right. I know. I the Vietnamese uh, cinnamon is amazing. Oh, you? <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. <laughs> oh, and it's lasted so long. I put it in our coffee. I put it everywhere. So. We do some fun things. Yeah, yeah. we have uh, well, gourmet loose leaf teas. Uh, we do tea universities to teach people how to correctly oh. steep tea and the differences between them. We have um, a lot of like gourmet salts and sugars, which make fun drink rummers or toppers for bakery items. Um, all of these individual spices and herbs you can see behind us, there's almost 100 that we carry. and. We turn them into fun, you know, different blends, and you just get to open the jar and smell everything. Okay, I know. I wait. come in here, and I'm like, oh, wait, what's that? What's that? What? <laughs> I think I had a million questions the first time I came in here. Um, it's it's just such an inviting location as well. Thank How you. did you find the location? Oh, so the location was interesting. Uh, we actually looked at um, several different, like, big mall locations ahead of time. This was on our short list of places that we wanted to be, but we didn't see an opening at the time that we were searching because um, we really wanted to be 
um, near a farmer's market. We looked at several different areas around town um, that didn't seem like they had, um, you know, a specialty grocery store like this, you know, nearby. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like there was a lot of demand in South Anchorage for something like this. And um, so when this spot opened up, um, we knew that this was exactly where we were hoping to be, and it was the right size. So it just kind of all fell into place. And we're at the O'Malley Center. Yeah, we're at the O'Malley Center uh, between uh, Firetap and Steam Dot. So what has been your biggest challenge in the last, since you've opened, in the last couple of years? Mm, goodness. Your biggest challenge, and how do you get through the, that challenge? Oh, gosh. Um, there's definitely lots of challenges as a small business owner. I think... In the first two years, your biggest challenge for almost any business, and certainly for me, is um, managing your cash flow. <clears throat> so for, I mean, I'm having to take this month's sales and predict next month's sales and use, you know, this month's cash because up until year two, there's no line of credit. I mean, you're taking actual cash and then hoping that you've still got it, you know, in, in the bank and making sure that you can make all of your, you know, rent and payroll and all of those things. And you have employees. Yes, we do. Yeah, so we have between three and four employees at any given time. We take on temps for summer and Christmas. Well, you've done <laughs> wonderful. Thank you very much. So when your head starts telling you crazy, I don't know if yours does. <laughs> Mine does. <laughs> Mine it, spins at ah. night. Yeah, like, like I can't sleep because I think of all the things that I need to do. How do you... And the days when, you know, it's dark in Anchorage and it's the middle of winter and it's freezing and you've been here days on end, how do you change your mindset to show up mm. to the, and give to the guests? So sometimes it's, um, it's good for me to get out of the store and get out of my own head a little bit. Um, so I'll go to um, other events, like I'll go to specialty um, cooking classes of, of other restaurants, um, or I'll go to a networking event. I love um, going to networking events. I do a lot of things at the Chamber of Commerce and the Young Professionals Group, and I find a lot of inspiration there from other people. And then that kind of really gets my juices going again and like, gives me that creativity that I need um, to think about you know, what my own problem is and how to, to solve it. Um, so that's great. Um, and then also um, we work quite a bit with the King Career Center Okay. And uh, last year, we actually had the entrepreneurial program do um, our store as like one of their, uh, I don't remember how to, how to explain it, but um, basically they do like a marketing plan for different businesses. Oh, okay. And so that was really fun to see, you know, what they would come up with is like 17 and 18 year olds to market our business from a whole different generational oh, perspective. Wow. And to compare that against what would I come up with. And um, they had some really amazing ideas. And then there were some other things that were just, you know, kind of funny and silly. And, and then they also came up with some of the same things that I had come up with um, for the future. So that really kind of cemented, you know, some of those ideas. Like if I think that it'll work for my guests and they do too, then maybe it's really something I need to do. So you're constantly stimulating your brain. Yep. What about fun? Oh, fun. <laughs> you don't get nearly as much fun as a business owner as you used to. Um, but I, I love to work in the garden. Um, I, I've always done that, and I love to grow my own herbs and vegetables and flowers. So as much time as I have in the summer, I do try to get, get my hands in the dirt. Um, my family loves to fish, of course. I'm actually not a big seafood eater. Like, oh. I was born and raised in Alaska. Oh, I've lived my whole life here. Huh. I don't love a lot of seafood. Um, 
and the seafood that I do eat, I'm super picky about. Like it has to be like really well prepared. It has to be a certain kind. And, um, but I love to catch fish. So I either catch the fish and let other people eat them, or I put them back in the water. So it just kind of depends. But, wow. but I love the active fishing. It's fun. Huh. And your family, how are they adjusting to um, living with a business owner? I know. The first year was rough because I worked more in my first year than I have in my second year. Um, and I think that's probably pretty typical for, mm -hmm. a, for a lot of small business owners. Um, my husband and my son, who's 16, um, have been very supportive, which, which is amazing. Um, but it's been a rough adjustment. They're used to mom being around a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. And um, so... That has, that has been hard. That's been really hard to spend less time with your family. So the time that we do spend, though, I feel is better quality time. Um, so oh, we really okay. try to focus on doing more things together, whether it's um, board game nights or video game nights or let's go see a movie or, you know, let's go see the grandparents and go do something. Um, so we really focus on making it more quality time. Um, I know I came to see Liz probably two years, a year and a half ago, yeah. uh, trying to get off coffee, isn't going to happen, <laughs> I've given up, um, with some stomach issues, and so I got some teas to kind of help green teas and uh, to help with my, my stomach issues, which I'd like to say have, actually my stomach itch issues have changed, but I still drink coffee. I just put lots of cinnamon in it. There you go. <laughs> So I, uh, I'm also both a coffee and a tea drinker. I feel like I'm just kind of covering all my bases. Like I just mm -hmm. only drink really good coffee and really good tea. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of really good health benefits to both as mm -hmm. long as everything's, you know, in moderation. So um, everybody's an individual. So you kind of have to work with, you know, what is good for you. There's a lot of people who can't take the acid of coffee mm -hmm. and are mm -hmm. converting over to tea. Um, there's certainly a lot of amazing antioxidant benefits to tea. And so I, uh, I'll get coffee whenever I need the caffeine, you know, boost. And uh, I drink tea, of course, every day. So, so what do you have coming up? Do you have anything for Easter? It's the week before, right? Yeah. yeah. Any, so we do have some yeah. fun events coming up. Um, so we have a, an Easter centerpiece class, actually, with a small business owner, um, Petals and Paper. So she's a floral Fine. designer. Yeah. Yep. So that's coming up on Thursday. So oh. people get to create their own centerpiece for their Easter table. Um, we're pouring the High Tea at South Restaurant this Saturday. Oh. Um, and I'm going to be a speaker at the Young Professional Group Summit um, on Friday. Oh. So as one of the business panel uh, owners. So that's going to be lots of fun. Um, let's see. Like, what else am I doing? I have lots of things coming up. Um, oh, we just got um, some kudos. Um, I was very excited to learn from Fish Alaska. So two of our spices uh, were given Editor's Choice Awards. Oh. So you can check that out in their gear guide. So the Alaska Fish Alaska gear guide. Will oh, be in there. wow. And do you send out your spices to the lower 48 people who yes. may be listening. So um, anybody can order online and it'll come direct. Um, and then you can also order all around the state. Um, so if you order for, uh, by phone or by email, um, it comes direct here from the Anchorage store. And then we ship it out USPS flat rate and there's no additional handling charges. Whatever box I can fit it in is what it'll go out to in for you. We have lots of friends from like Barrow and Antioch and Kodiak um, who are getting spices from us. Oh, and uh, that wonderful. way you can still get it here local. That's wonderful. Yeah, and then if it's like a big order for a restaurant, we have um, you know uh, contracts with Alaska Airlines, so we can ship it by pallet if need be. Oh, oh we wonderful. have some guests or questions. Nope. 
Okay. I thought we did. That was, I think, to my messenger there. Okay. Um, what else? So how do you define, what is your definition of success? Oh, goodness. That's a hard question, Tracy. You ask great questions. Um, Thank you. Let's see. Um, my definition of success. I think that for me, it would probably be to be financially viable in something that I love, to be able to make make your hobby make your passion your day job. Somebody once told me, you know, if you um, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's that's the ultimate goal for me. It's to do what I love, never have to work a day in that respect, and to be able to continue doing it because the store is successful enough to support it. So I don't have to make a million bucks. I just have to have, you know, have to have my doors open. So. Yeah, wonderful. Well, that is, that's really good. Well, it's been a, an honor and a privilege to interview you. And when I'm done here I'll put some links to um, the store the Facebook page Thank Liz's you. contacts um, this store is beautiful if you are in Anchorage stop by the O'Malley Center to see Liz and this the beautiful spice and tea exchange it yeah. smells wonderful it feels wonderful thank there's you. lots of goodness in here so thank you so much for joining yeah. in today thank, thank you Liz. thank you for coming out alaska tracy eh, thank you and uh, yeah so yeah feel free to come in and smell the spices and we'll be happy to help you any way that we can thank you thanks so much everybody